Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And our awesome guest today is David Harry of the SEO Training Dojo. How are you doing today, David? Great. Thank you. Yourself? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm dancing. <laughs> hey, we're boogieing. Okay. Yeah. Are you guys playing with Skype again? Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Ross loves to put little little characters on his face whenever we're Skyping a video, so be careful. <laughs> we're not doing video, are we? Oh. <laughs> I don't oh, dare. No. Mess I would have put pants on. I don't have I put pants on. So. <laughs> That's why my video is blank. All right, never mind. Let's get away from this. <laughs> this, is, this. This could be scary. We're going All in the right. wrong direction. So we and I'm actually we're, we're so excited about today's subject we didn't even check on the news, uh, short of uh, nothing fun on uh, about anything else other than SEO. Um, what is going on? Search engine land got anything up of any interest? Oh, I didn't look. I was just I was just getting excited to talk to David about what SEO actually is. Cause yeah, and, and this all spawned from a a, a, a thread, right? Yeah, David's got this great group that the the SEO Training Dojo, you can talk about it someday, but the SEO Training Dojo is really a place where you can go and talk about SEO behind closed doors. And he's got a Facebook, closed Facebook group that, that is kind of the same way. And there was an interesting discussion there he started about what is SEO and what is not. Um, and it really sparked some interesting comments and a pretty, pretty in-depth conversation. And I just... Just to give you an idea, I do want, I, if you don't care, David, I want to read just a little bit of the beginning of the post that started oh, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Basically, he, he was said he was having tea in the morning. He was thinking about this. And he, this is what got me. He says, SEO, social media is not SEO. PR is not SEO. Customer service is not SEO. Web design and user design is not SEO. Uh, UGC is not SEO. Offline marketing is not SEO. Content marketing is not SEO. And even as far as saying link building is not SEO. And it really yeah, De- started- De- Deborah, lo- Deborah loves it when I do that one. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I, I, I'm, right, I'm right there with you. I wish it, I, I, it's a it's a skill that helps SEO, but I'm right there with you. I, don't, I wouldn't like call link building SEO. It's link building. So it was great conversation. We thought we'd bring him on today and just really kind of explore this and let you guys hear um, some of what Dave is thinking and some of our reactions to it. Yeah, um, you know, essentially, I was kind of trolling my own group, to be honest. But um, because because <laughs> it worked, it worked well. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. It was like, well, what can I do to get everyone talking today? Oh yeah. Um, 
But it, it's almost as, as old as, as the certification thing, you know, when we, you know, should I say always be certified? And, you know, everyone just goes crazy when that comes up. And it's like every couple of years we have this. And, and so it's actually, yeah, I've, I've been doing it for a while. And, and again, it, as I went on to say later in the post, is that all of those things I mentioned are, are, have an effect on SEO. They have an effect on Google. They have an effect on how Google ranks things. But if you're going to try and wear all those hats, and in essence, you're doing a disservice to all those people that do those for a living. You know, I'm not a PR professional. You know, so am I? How can I say that PR is the new SEO without insulting that entire profession? Good social media managers, um, all the way down the line, UX people, so on and so on, customer service people. These can all have effects on Google and have effects on search. But I think the reason I also do a lot is because people always seem to get lost. And like, when's the last time you saw an article about actual on-site SEO? You know, about canonicals and three hundred ones and and all the the various things that you actually we actually do about keyword targeting, keyword research properly, all these other things. No, everyone wants to talk about tweets and blogger outreach and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, that's great, but you you're, you you know, it irritates me that we've lost the essence of what we are. And at the end of the day. To me, at least, is that we, yeah, we have an effect on that. So I will liaison with the social team at a, you know, as if I'm doing consulting. I will liaison with the PR team. I will liaison with the web developers. And, you know, if they want to change something, I'm like, okay, well, bring me in to make sure we don't mess something up as far as Google goes. But am I, am I doing that job? No, I'm, I'm, I'm truly, I'm, I'm there to advise and be called into those meetings and be a part of that. But is that what I consider SEO to be? Eh, not my primary goal. My primary goal is I'm looking at internal links. I'm looking at canonicals. I'm looking at site structure, architecture, navigation, um, all HT access files, all the way down the list. <clears throat> and, and the other parts she'll advise on. And the link building thing, yeah, well, even Deborah calls it, um, you know, um, relationship building. So, you know, even link building a lot is, is, is much like PR as anything else. And, and people that are good at that and that are just link builders, like, you know, Deborah or someone, they have a very unique job that they do that's kind of outside of what I do. So Yeah, and I, I call it authority building, so I'm right there with you. And then the other side of that coin, the, what, during that, that discussion that day, the thing that really hit me like a hammer was when you know, I think I posted this on the description. If you think about how often we complain about web designers saying they do SEO or PR firms saying they do SEO, it's the other side of the coin. It's the same thing. If we say we're PR, or that's actually part of SEO, it, it's that same kind of feeling to them. So I can I can see your point exactly. You know, web designers are not SEOs. They have to work with us and we have to work with them. They're not SEOs any more than we are web designers. Yeah, it's it's holistic. It's a synergy. We all have to work together. Um, and one thing that you were mentioning before we started here is something that is very dear to my heart, and that is that because I work with so many small businesses, there are a lot of hats worn. But that doesn't mean we're pro PR guys, we're pro content marketers. No, 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 no. We know how to do what's necessary for small businesses, which is usually a hell of a lot less intense than anything a corporate would do. Um, and, and I want to make another note too. You mentioned uh, how you know we've lost, a, we seem to have lost a bit of our identity online as SEOs. Uh, per- personally, I think it's not so much that we really lost who we are or, or what, but we're just glad we don't have to write about canonicals and on-site SEO anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also got a generation of guys that grew up, you know, filling captures and submitting to directories. They're not quite sure what to do now. <laughs> oh, what do I do? <laughs> so, so here, here's a question I wanted to ask you, David. 
what is our responsibility as an SEO? And you think about it holistically. So you've got the the, the uh, small business people that are dealing with small businesses. You've got the people that are agencies. You've got the people that are you know in big enterprises all saying they're SEOs. Do they all have the same responsibility under SEO? Is there different responsibilities? What is our responsibility as an SEO? Yeah, you know, we'll go back to the hats thing, and it's good that Ross mentioned hats plural because I think that's what happens is when you're working with the smaller clients, you know, you're wearing your SEO hat, now you start becoming myopic. But the way Ross is saying it, no, when he goes to do the content marketing, he takes off the SEO hat. He puts on his content marketing hat, and now he's doing that. Um, so it, it pays to break that up. But I, I think at the end of the day, we're also another thing that, I you know, gets me going with these kind of conversations is that most of the people I run into are actually Google optimizers, meaning, you know, when you guys remember back in the day, how many search engines were there? You know, 20, 30, I don't <laughs> um, know, you know, excite, yeah, hotbot, Lycos, you know, it was like right <laughs> all over the bloody place. And back then, yeah, we were kind of figuring out multiple different engines. And I think that also seems to get lost sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I've been reading a lot of patents on uh, YouTube and stuff lately and how deal, you know, Microsoft deal, I uh, sorry, how Google's dealing with videos and ranking them. So when I go there, I, I see a search engine, there's a little box that says search, that's it's my job to figure out how to get my client up that, that ladder. If I go to Amazon, my client's on Amazon, great. I want to figure out that search engine's working. You know, I think we've also become a little myopic on, on Google in that wherever you are, that, that there's a search box is a search engine. So if your client wants to be there, figure out how it works. Um, so I think that's important for people to remember along the way. But, you know, I remember actually uh, there was a thread on Syndicate, maybe 2006, someone said, what is SEO? I said, search engine opportunist. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's what we are. Um, I like that better than search engine optimization. I can't stand that. (laughs) I can't stand it That's because it's been sullied. (laughs) Well, it it doesn't make any sense anyways. Really, we're not optimizing search engines. Well, come on. It's it's led to my favorite (laughs) term, which is over-optimization. That doesn't even make sense. How how do you you over-optimize something? Do you guys look that up in a dictionary sometime? for Military intelligence. There you go. Same thing. Yeah. Now be be careful. So, so yeah, I I think at at the end of the day, it's almost like I was just saying, you know, as an SEO, your job is to understand how whichever search engine, you know, your client's trying to rank on, how it works, how it operates, um, where the risks are, where the, you know, where the thresholds are, where the lines you want to stay away from are, and again, advise and, uh, accordingly. If it's, if it's the on-site stuff with the development teams or if it's the social teams, the content teams or whoever, you're essentially advising. You know, we're, we are so much in an advisory role. Yeah, many of us come from development backgrounds, so we can dig right into the HD access and we can go about all that stuff and, you know, myself, same thing, you know, and I'm looking at our architectures but it's understanding all that how does page rank pass through a site how do you how do you once again optimize for that you know how do you understand where the page ranks coming in flowing through the site and, and how do you deal with that if a site's being migrated now you're advising to the dev team on what things we need to cover to keep google happy in this instance but again it's understanding the search engine in question and how you can best get re- relevant to targeted useful traffic to your client's site i think at the end of so, the day that's so so when you think about content discovery right there's two basic forms of content discovery in my mind there's search which is an active you know user is actively going out looking for some specific information and then i also now today content discovery happens via social which is very passive so where people are just on their social networks and this stuff pops up in front of them and they discover new content that way so do we have any kind of responsibility or does this passive content discovery fall, fall under our venue or our 
craft at all, or is it just that active search? No, yeah, any of the passive stuff's going to work. Even going back to the online stuff, offline marketing, it, it's all about you know, it's it's all about driving awareness and or, or gaining more interest because that's where actual organic links come from. That's where citations come from. That's where all kinds of good things that Google likes comes from. You know what I mean? Sure, Google's not crawling behind the walls of Facebook or Twitter, but if you're finding actively finding new followers that are going to, you know, get back to the mothership and maybe read the blog and start linking to that or, or what have you. Even that passive stuff is, again, about that brand awareness, getting it out there so that people will start feeding signals along through, through eventual osmosis. We'll start feeding signals to Google that you do want, you know, positive signals of mm -hmm. any kind, you know. And see, this is where some of that confusion comes in because now there's probably listeners thinking, well, you just said social media is not SEO. And now we're talking about how it's part of what we're doing. So this, to me... It it's obviously can be confusing, but I think if we understand, like you, you mentioned and Ross mentioned, that these things work together, it doesn't mean that we are experts in one or the other. We're experts in SEO, um, but doesn't mean we're social media experts as well. We just know that those types of, I don't even know what you call them, activities or searches or passive content discovery, that has a role and plays in the SEO field. And you have to be aware and you know, at some point, I have to know how to, I hate to use the word, but manipulate it. Ooh. Manipulate? No, no, wait, I don't know. No, manipulate <laughs> positive or negative, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just remember, you couldn't say manipulate any article for like two years without being like blamed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every action you do as a marketer is to manipulate something or another and eventually someone to give you a conversion, primary, secondary conversion at some point, so... You know, all of marketing is manipulation to some degree. So yeah, I think it just got, that word got a bad rap after a while. Yeah, just just kind of like SEO in general, dude. <laughs> so so you talked about the differences between like the the small, you know, independent contractor who's doing all this work for a small business versus like a, a big agency or somebody working at a, you know a big brand enterprise level SEO, and. The difference is when you talk about what is SEO, the difference is in how you deal with all these other types of um, crafts like PR and web design and, and social media is completely different. In, and I want you to talk about that a little bit, David, because you, you actually talked about yeah, well, it. it yeah, it's night, it's night and day. And I think that's some of the perception of how we have these different perception of what an SEO's job is come from. Again, you know, this, the, if you're the one-man show or the consultant or the small firm, you know, you're, you and you're working with SMBs, you end up wearing, like Ross said, a lot of these different hats. And so you start thinking, well, wow, you know, PR relates to SEO and social seems to relate and all these other things. Wow, that's interesting. So they, they start to think that, well, because it relates to SEO, it's all SEO. And, and <laughs> as we said before the show, try telling the PR, the head of the PR department in a corporate structure that, <laughs> you know, probably not going to go over <laughs> so well, you know. <laughs> but so, yeah, those guys will have that one perception of what SEO's job is. Whereas if you've ever in, worked in corporate, and, and for the record, Ross, I'm back with the SMBs now myself. And the corporate stuff <laughs> drove me crazy. As Alan Playweiss and I were fond of saying uh, six months ago, uh, uh, 10% implementation, 100% of the blame, you know. So anyways. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky with 10%. That's good. Yeah, that's what Alan said. <laughs> He's like, yeah. probably 2%. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, when you, you work in these corporate environments, if you're an in-house team or you're with a large agency or a consultant like myself, you start to realize, yeah, there are definitive distinct teams, you know what I mean? There's a – oh, hold on. My dog's driving my kid. It's quiet. Anyways, um <laughs> – 
Yeah, I'll finish this up real quick, Brasco. Sorry. Anyway, so yeah, when you're in those structures, you're dealing with the, the marketing director. Well, you're dealing in my case, you're dealing with the head head of SEO who's dealing with the marketing director, and then you've got PR teams and social media teams, and you know all these other teams that all work under that marketing director. It, it, it you realize, yeah, no, it's not. We're def- not a definitive like SEO is its own department. We advise and we help to liaison with these groups, but we certainly aren't uh, professionals in that area. The, the one of the great things about this show, I think, is the fact that Ross is really focused on small businesses. I'm in that enterprise environment, and and we have different perspectives on some of the same topics because of that. Um, so, so you're absolutely right, and I can tell you from my perspective, one of the most challenging and critical skills that I have as an enterprise level SEO is educating other departments on why what I'm asking them to do is going to and help making, them and making friends with strategic yeah. People. There's exactly. lots of strategic alliances. Making friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh come yeah. on, Ross. Ross you know, <laughs> one of my favorite stories was yeah. a couple of years ago. Terry and I were working this we're really large corp, you know what I mean, Fortune, whatever, 500, something like that. You know, And we were like, well, we need to get, you know, this is, there was some horrible title tags. And we are like, well, can we get that change? You know, they come back, well, yeah, the dev team, so that'll be somewhere in the next month. It was like a month. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? It's got to go through legal. <laughs> Man, a month would be yeah. so awesome. Well, no, let's take a quick break. When we come back, there's gobs to talk about here, especially in the corporate realm. So we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class. 
Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. We're joined today by our special guest, David Harry of the SEO Training Dojo. And today we're discussing what is SEO and getting into some of the nitty gritties of that. We were just talking about the uh, corporate environment. And <laughs> it's, it's funny, when I mentioned legal, it brought back so many memories. Working with pharmaceuticals, uh, I, it would take about a month after one change to get anything done. Like, I mean, talking one word, oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I know, yeah. title tags, we tried that. I, I remember we worked with a, re- a fairly large uh, auto company that everyone would know the name of kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, we were doing content and stuff, and we literally had to go through a process of what angle the car was shown and, and all that sort of stuff. It was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> you, know, you had guidelines for what images you could use and what angle the car had to be at and blah, blah. It was like, wow, okay. Yeah, I know another SEO had to do um, SEO for a big pharma, and he was telling me he literally had to go through like six different layers of approval for anchor text copy for a link just for one link six different layers of approval for the text there's nuts yeah but we were talking seo yeah (laughs) we were talking earlier about how you making friends in corporate seo you have to know the right people in the right departments last year uh, smx east i was on a panel about maximizing enterprise seo and the funniest thing was every single person on that panel sometime during their presentation Talked about what they bribed the other departments with. I used donuts. One guy used pizza. One guy used <laughs> beer. It was hilarious. You need advocates. You need advocates in places of effective power when you're in those situations. It yep, gets things you, you done really quicker. do. The bribery with small businesses at least getting paid. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's just the small business stuff. I always like it. I joke around that I'm, I'm essentially renting their business, you know, because if I can make them 10 grand a month more, they have no problem giving me five, you know. So well, like I'm just going like to rent your business and I'll make you 10. I'll take my cut. Have a nice day. You know? Well, like you said earlier, David, in the enterprise level, you know, you're all fighting for budget. Every apartment wants their amount of budget and they're all like, you know, what? why is this person trying to make my life harder? Because I guarantee none of us as, as SEOs have ever walked into a meeting with another department or even a business and everybody else walked out of the room saying those guys just made my life so much easier no (laughs) (laughs) people hate us because we give them make them work harder and so the idea i i I remember one one, uh, large uh, british corp that i was working with um and and we were you know i'm obviously i'm here in canada so we were in a bit of a virtual office uh, meeting but they had a round table of people and i was on speaker and whatever and this was i guess 2008 you know so i was talking about okay you know let's work on some articles that include you know the the banks crashing a little venom towards the politicians this you know your usual kind of link baity stuff and i was like you know let's work around these topics and their PR, one of their PR gals at the near the top, she had um, an author, whatever. She had worked at the Guardian, so and she started getting artistic with me that I'm a writer and and we don't target things like that. We write naturally, artistically, and da da da. And I was like, oh good God, are we gonna go here? One one of the hardest things for me is to is educating the other departments on how. The crap I'm trying to get them to do, the stuff that I'm asking them to do that's outside of their normal stuff is going to help them. And once they finally do it and they see, hey, they made me look good because this is working better than, than they might have, then they start listening. But it's getting them to, to, to want you to give them more work is the hardest part. And, it, it, and I don't know if you have those kind of issues when you're dealing with the, the smaller business, Ross. I don't, 
I don't remember that far back. I used to do that, but <laughs> how often how often do you run across like the small business saying, No, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, or are they just really eager for anything that'll help them? Uh, they're usually well these days they're very eager because usually um we get a lot of a lot of people who who have just not gotten rankings or they've had a bad SEO or um maybe just accidentally hit a panda. Five years ago, you try talking to us SMB and start saying, we should create compelling content. We should work on the site architecture. They come yes. back with, Mom, my buddy in this industry here, he's just buying lots of directory links. It's working yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's all I think Ross was saying, well, these days. Because, <laughs> you yeah, know, uh, when it was working for the other guy, nobody listened when you actually tried to, you know, do something. I swear, I swear to God, I had a conversation with a client one time. It says, look, my cousin plays golf with someone from Google, and they say if you pay a lot of money in AdWords, it'll help your organic search. So I'm going to just put all my budget in AdWords. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Terry literally had a client this week. Show him a, a, a Ray Hoffman talking on video, right? And she was making a joke. But the, Terry's client heard it as seriously, went to Terry and said, well, you're wrong. We have to do this and that, this and that. And Terry said, did you watch that whole thing? The guy said, no, why? He said, because that was me and Dave. I'm in that. <laughs> His client was showing him a video that we were both in. And telling yeah, him that's that, awesome. You know, that's like, priceless. Oh, oh my God. It was. Uh, <laughs> and telling him that he was wrong. And it was like, no, Ray was actually joking, but, you know. No, so it's how- good. All this change has been good. I mean, really, it's just forced people to not take the easy route, which is de- dead deadly. I mean, always has been. Um, the tough part is there are too many avenues in a way. That a person can market a, a, a small business, and and these and they're 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 dizzy. Even I get dizzy on Sundays. I'm like, ah, I just need to get out of the office because there are too many different ways of going, and a lot of them may all work because there some industries or some businesses will work in social, will work just right. doing. Yeah, there, there is no cookie cutter marketing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's always unique situations with different clients and markets and budgets and resources on hand and so on. So in, in so I guess back, we'll, we'll even roll it back to what is you know your SEO job is also to do that you know uh, understand the budgets how many terms can we realistically chase who's the competitors um things of that nature to establish you know what is the best use of our spend even you know mm-hmm. yeah so so let's let's look at the other side of this coin so we're talking about how we're not PR people we're not web designers we're we're not social media folks but when a client comes to us and they may have the same kind of questions can you do this can you do this can you do this um. What about setting expectations in this space where we're expected to know and do and be relating to so many different aspects of online marketing? How is the expectation setting changed because of all this? Hmm. Well, I can tell from a small business, I haven't, you know, I, I'm not going to say, well, I, I can do this for you, but I'm not an expert at it. They shut down the phone. I, I just don't bring it up. I just say, you know, this because I know I can do what they need. That's fine because mm-hmm. they, they need a lower, you know, they don't need a corporate team of social media experts. They need someone who can do uh, a little above the basics to keep ahead of the competition because their competition's not even doing the basics right. So that's sort of where I sit. But I, I imagine at a corporate realm, wow, you'd have to be very careful. Yeah. David? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, again, managing expectations in, in, in any format, again, SMB corporate, you know, consulting, that, that's a huge part of the job out of the gate at any time. You know what I mean? It is, what, what are they, you know, what are they looking to do with it? it and that's why, you know, we, we've had situations where, you know, okay, you know, realistically, you know, these 10 terms are going to take X number of dollars a month each for this period of time. And, and that's the reality of it. You know what I mean? So we, we end up, I think a lot of it's just the analysis too. Like, I, you know, one thing I keep telling people lately now that, again, they're actually listening. Since the, the links have all gone away, people are actually listening now. But, I, you know, I, regardless of the situation, I tend to actually bring people. Oh, we lost John. We lost John. Oh, oh no. He's still there. He's back. Mm-hmm. He just looked like he bobbled there for a second. Um, <laughs> Well, but, you know, a lot of things I, I've been saying lately to people is, is, you know, I want you to go and start talk to the sales team. Get every of the barriers to sale. Get those back to me, the most common ones, you know, each week. Go talk to the customer service department. I want you to get the most common questions they're getting every week. Get those sent back over to me. And they're, well, what's that got to do with SEO? Everything, because these are the questions your, your consumers are asking. These are the issues they're having with buying your product. This is content. It could be videos. It could be blog posts. It could be a whole bunch of things. But... You can take these things from within your corporate structure and now turn them into resources that will become, you know, look at e-how. You know what I mean? How do I fix a washing, my washing machine or how do I replace the filter or, or whatever? These are the kind of things that you can now take and turn into content that search engines will eat up. And, and this builds, a, a, you know, even a categorical thing. Yeah, we're all here. We hear you, John. We hear yeah, you, man. We're here. Well, we don't Anyways. hear you. But we're <laughs> yeah yeah we see you uh, anyways so yeah you know and, and and so I think that's also comes into it that, that you have to be thinking on your toes on what can I find as that's that my client does well or what information can I find that we can use to feed Google you know because you don't want to just sure you got everyone's transactional you want you want to have a conversion point but you also want to be thinking about you know informational searches. Because then you're building that brand as an authority, et cetera, et cetera. And authority, as we know, and trust are things that Google likes. So that all can come play into it. So, again, we're liaisoning with these different departments saying, here, this would be a good idea if we did it this way or here's other ways we can find content, you know. Yeah. I had a person call yesterday and, and he had a tight budget, small business. He's, you know, I'm really dealing with a skeleton budget. And, he, and I said, well, this is what we can do. Well, we're, you, your site needs an audit. So let's go through an audit. That's going to be about a 1000 bucks, And uh, it's going to be really detailed. We, we always – over overwhelm you with info you'll never be unhappy you know this kind of thing and then after that uh because you're on a tight budget what we can do is spend an hour or two with you explain how you can implement it or have us do it if you'd like but, but by the sound of things you're, you're going to have to implement it or your webmaster will etc uh, etc et and so essentially you're telling me that i'm going to spend this money and that's going to be and you're you know uh, i'm going to have to do the work I'm like well you don't have to you, you can have us do it but for the budget you may have to i'm not interested okay you know, it's, it's, uh, okay, <laughs> just don't get yeah, it. Because my time is free, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, I, I always price my stuff on stuff like that. I was talking with someone, with a client who needed like a thousand meta descriptions of titles. You know, I was like, well, I'll just price myself out of that one. So hopefully they'll do it. <laughs> but no we'll doubt. give you direction and we'll check them over now and again. But we'll, we'll help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, my favorite part of my job, and we were talking about multidiscipline, is is. Uh, I do learn a lot from some of the bigger clients we have because we do have to sort of break trail on occasion, on occasion. And also from, you know, we all, all of, actually all three of us have been around at least 17 years doing this. Um, I, I believe David, you were back in 97, 95, I'm 60, right? Yeah. 98, 98. So I'm like yeah, okay. going on 16 now, but yeah, okay. it's long ago. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. So we've, we've seen so many things and what works and what doesn't. Even now, a lot of the, the, the tried and true marketing aspects of true marketing, you know, not just going for links, still work. And we can take that and apply it to a small business and say, hey, I've seen this work for you. This will be great for you or for an industry or business like yours. And I just love that because then I can go in there with that much more confidence and say what will work um, versus let's get these links. <laughs> and you, you even yeah. mentioned you know the whole budget thing, and I think that's important too. That, again, this becomes the skill of an SEO in the sense that no budget is infinite. You know, I mean, I've I've worked on consulting gigs for ten grand a month from a single client. And I've worked on the small stuff, the five hundred thousand dollar a month stuff, and and every there's a you know every budget is finite, and, and especially with the smaller stuff, uh, Ross. You you come in the door, and it's like as an SEO, you got to figure out where to start. You know, and I always say, okay, let's. What's our most popular products? So, you know, what are our you know most trafficked product pages? What are you know which which ones do you have the highest margins on? You know what I mean, et cetera, et cetera, and work outwards from there. Even if it's meta tags and descriptions, like same thing with this guy. It's you know he's got literally thousands to do. It's like they look at you and go, well, where do we start? Well, you got to turn around and say, okay, well, where are we making our money? Which ones are getting trafficked? Which ones are ranking, et cetera, et cetera, and work your way outwards. Absolutely, Absolutely. prioritized. Definitely. Yep. Well, let's uh, take a quick break. And when you uh, sort of John's already had his break, but we'll touch on a few more points before the end of the show. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Conversion Conference makes its way back to Chicago, June 17th through the 19th. Register now at ConversionConference.com. Hi, this is Tim Ash, host of LPO. Our last show of 2014 is coming up in Chicago. It's going to be our biggest Chicago show. And for my loyal Webmaster Radio listeners, use promo code WMFM for $100 off. We'll see you in Chicago. Remember to listen to Tim Ash Mondays on WebmasterRadio.fm for landing page optimization. For the latest details on Conversion Conference, register for Conversion Conference Chicago now at ConversionConference.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. It's time to saddle up with the Search Cowboys. Search Cowboys will round up search engine marketing, social media, and more. Search Cowboys. On demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class. 
Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Today, we're joined by David Harry of the SEO Training Dojo, and we're discussing what really is SEO. Now, one of the areas we, 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 we touched on at the beginning was about, or actually most of the way through, was expectations. And I'm just wondering, I mean, I think all of us deal with them in a different way, but um, certainly, John, you have to deal with them in a totally different way being in the corporate realm, but um, enterprise, I should say. David, do you have kind of, how do you deal with expectations before a contract begins? Do you have sort of a laid out process or do you just gel per client? No, yeah, I think you got to go almost per client in the sense that they're all going to have various levels of knowledge about SEO along the way, you know. Again, if I'm consulting to an in-house team, you know, I got a head of SEO, he's got 10 SEOs under him, you know, I can speak in a certain way to these guys, whereas, you know, you get into the SMB, they might have different levels of knowledge or sometimes very little. So, you know, I think the expectations and how you manage them depends what the client's expectations are coming in the door. Uh, in in, in the contract phase, I have a little clause that says Google might change its mind at any moment. Not my problem. <laughs> <You know. laughs> yeah, well, sure. true enough. We do too. Um, the, the tough part is, is it doesn't matter what you say. You never know what they're thinking. And I could be speaking what I think is the most layman speak, and they're saying yes, but they're listening and hearing Greek. And, and one of, that's the one tough part, things- I find. One of the things is trying to find out what they're trying to accomplish, and a lot of times they have no clue. They just yeah. know they need to do something online. Yeah, and not yeah exactly. You're back to the golfing partner again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you've been doing SEO, and you know. But yeah, I, I think any smart SEO, like again, if you're you know dealing with clients yourself as opposed to being on an in-house team or something, is literally that. Yeah, you know, we start right at the business model level. What is your business model? What are the primary mm-hmm. conversion points, like a product or something? What are the secondary, like capturing emails and building mailing lists and so on? Yeah, we you you literally have to go right back to okay, what. Let's forget SEOs there. What is it you're trying to accomplish? Like Ross is saying, and work your way outwards from there. You know, and the fir- and the best answer, the one I love, is always we want higher rankings on our keywords. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, like, vanity terms. Don't even get me started with that with corporate. Uh, uh, somebody on the C level wants it. You know, I'll be sitting there going, "Why are we? Why are we targeting this?" Somebody at the C level wants it. I don't my, know. Oh, great! Fa- it's a vanity term. Here we go. My my favorite was I had a client one time that was uh, you build custom windows and doors for for homes, right? Really beautiful work. This just really intricate woodwork, and he was just bound and determined he soar up and down he was not going to be happy unless he ranked number one for windows oh my god like, wow. you're not going to be happy then, buddy <laughs> buy microsoft and then we'll talk yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I had somebody who wanted to rank for ford explorers ford something or it's like that it was like uh, i think ford's already got the you know above the full covered there my friend uh, good luck with that yeah <laughs> But yeah, I think the expectations again is, is kind of like what Ross intimated right off the top. There was was that yeah, you know, go backwards with them and find out you know what is the point, what are you after, how does your business run, how do you make money, what is it you're trying to accomplish, and then start working from there. You know, yeah, my yeah, two points are um, one: do they not have goals set up in Google Analytics? Second, or actually, let's say three. Two is do they know what a goal is? <laughs> Sometimes they don't. Three, two, two, two point eight. One is: Do they know what a realistic goal is? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Second, and 
number four is if they're selling something or so let's say we're doing a pay-per-click campaign for them um what's you know what can they afford to spend you know what's their take home on a product and and i'd say a frightening about 99 percent don't know yeah they actually have to go i'll have to check on that <laughs> yeah so, yeah and that's it you know I, I think another one of our jobs that we probably didn't even mention that was quite obvious at this point in the SEO industry's lifetime is that um, staying on top of the evolution is, is part of our job too. You know, if you're not, you know, we, we've called it future proofing over the years, which is meaning, you know, like we talked about before the show, who didn't see the guest blogging thing coming, you know, like, come on guys, <laughs> like, right. really such a shock. Matt cut said, put a fork in it. Oh my God, what is happening? It's like, well, I don't know. Guys like Ross and John and myself have talked about it for a couple of years now, but okay. So and like all think- even you know, you is, get that yeah, because we've been watching it for you know sixteen years of watching these things evolve. You do get a sense of where it's headed and where it's going, and and I think part of our job is always to do that, so you can be advising people along the line. You know, oh, don't do that. Now the PR department goes to put a, a targeted anchor text because the last article he read about SEO was three years ago, so he figured, oh, I'm writing a good PR press release <laughs> here. You got to be going, no, dude, <laughs> don't, no, no, not anymore. Don't do it. Yeah, and, and I can tell you, I can tell you when I'm interviewing SEOs to, to work for my team or. or one of the questions I always ask questions that lead to tactical discussions, right? And the the one that really gives me the most information about this person is when they say, "Oh, you need to do this, this, and this." And I say, "Why?" And if they can't explain to me why they're doing it, they don't know what they're talking about. They just read something. They're, read they're just in there. Yeah. They read it somewhere. They're they're following something they that someone taught them without really understanding what it is of they're doing. And that's a big part of future proofing. If you understand why you're doing what you're doing, you'll understand why when they change the algorithm, it impacts what you did or doesn't impact what you do. Well, sure. How many people are cleaning up stuff they did, you know, years ago, and how much is that costing them? As opposed to if your SEO was paying attention, you probably might have seen this coming, and you wouldn't have this problem, you know? Absolutely. Well, and one thing I want to mention as a caveat here is it, none of this means that link building, let's say, like Eric Ward quality and uh, guest blogging are completely gone or dead. It just means the the easy way of doing any of those was dead. <laughs> you know? See, I- I disagree. I've said it here a lot. I think links are still very important, but the craft of link building is dead. Because anything you try, anything that keeps going, that, that other people start using, just like guest blogging, it's going to get tanked at some point because somebody will jump on it, try to monetize it, or it'll get done too much, and Google will have to take action. Well, fortunately, yes. De- Deborah is, is on vacation at Disneyland right now with her son, so I'll, I'll try this out and see if I don't get in trouble on Skype later. But um, <laughs> I used to always say with her that it, you know I, I don't even like the word link building, that I prefer li- attracting links as opposed to building them. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I get told that's just semantics and whatnot. But, but yeah, no, you know – Again, it's it's the it's again. I I I will second that in the sense we don't want anyone thinking that these are dead. No, guest blogging. Think of it this way: if that post you wrote somewhere else isn't good enough to put down that your company's Facebook account or social account of any kind, then you're obviously not proud of it. There's probably something wrong with it. Now, if you got to do an <laughs> uh, article on Search Engine Land or Watch or somewhere like that, you might be proud of that. Is that guest blogging? I guess technically. But it's the scalable stuff that's dead. You know, it's same with press releases. Still fine yeah. to use them. Don't be afraid. Uh, just I was just going to say, if you're, still, if you're still using them, be yeah, careful oh, because ahead, you know? they're one of the next ones going to get hit. Absolutely. You know, and, and you know, even directories. You know, am I scared of like DMOZ, Yahoo, and a few of the other one, top ones that we all know of? No. You know, I, I'm not afraid at all to say there. But it's almost, you know, think about why you're doing it. You know, 
Right, would you give your left nut to get uh, be able to write for this place regardless of it? So you got to think about the link building in a secondary factor, meaning I don't care if it's a no-followed link on my search engine land article or you know USA Today or yeah. wherever the hell I am. Because what I'm trying to do is drive people back to the mothership that will follow my writing on that blog or my client or whoever that we build that relationship with. And they will eventually start sending signals like citations, links and stuff. So it's a secondary effect. Don't think of the blogging or the writing on somewhere else as a direct link. Get that out of your head. You're building an audience that will eventually give you organic links. And, and that's you know why it's there. So, yeah, definitely not dead. It's just not uh, mass producible like it used to be. As, and you, you, as- you're – you were saying you don't call it link building, you call it link attraction. I don't call it either. I call it authority building because it's not just about you know putting a link out there. It's about getting your brand out there, getting your presence known, getting yourself and your brand shared across social. I mean there's lots of ways that you can build authority, and it's really about that. It's the authority. That's the reason they look at links to begin with, you know, other than a little bit of relevancy, is to see who's got the authority on a topic. It's authority building in my mind. Well, yeah, and, and and just so you know, Dave, I'm always giving you a, a tip hat, a hat tip for that uh, link attraction. I use it all the time. I think it's a great way of putting it. Um, occasionally, I use John's, but not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go, Thanks. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he owes me a few slams. I've gotten him way too many times on the show. <laughs> um, uh, well, you haven't been on all the shows you're not being on. You know, those ones that you haven't been on, I've been having a good time. Anyway, um, <laughs> now, that, that said, as much as I hate Google's mass changes and stuff to algorithms, because they do snag a lot of, frankly, not all of them. Collateral damage. Some, yeah, there's yeah. collateral damage. Um, the, the things that I wish they would do in a way is do this across the board so that we're not still getting clients who are trying to compete against people who are still link building and still benefiting from it. That drives me insane. Like some of the travel oh, markets. You know, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> or even the spammers. Like how did any of this yeah. stop them? Well, I don't know. Hold on. I'm a black cat. Oh, what's this? Penguin goes every six months. Okay, so I stay below the manual link penalty, but just – and I'm fine because I know that as soon as I get hit with Penguin, I can – Close those down, slap up the next hundred, and do it for another six months. So, are you really getting the spammers? No, not really. You know, so it's, it's a bit of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, with all that said, uh, I really, ha- really happy you came on the show again, David. I can't speak. All right, this is good. Not too much coffee, I think. Happy you came on the show again, uh, David, and then, uh, we're definitely gonna have to get you back on. You can be my backup yeah. host if you're interested. Anytime, so, yeah. Brasco knows that. When he hit me up one time when Dave Davies didn't show up, he hit me at like seven minutes before the show. Uh, Jim doesn't have a co-host. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, nice. there. So yeah, Brasco knows where so, to find me. So, so one last question, real quick. I know Ross is wanting to close things out, but if you, what's your elevator pitch? If you're on a freaking elevator and someone says, "Hey, what do you do?" How do you describe it to someone you have no idea if they know anything about the industry? I mar- I do marketing for websites, and I just leave it there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I tell them I'm a um, to, so to, to be honest, it, you know, I think the next step, <laughs> if they if they dig, push me a little further than that, like what do you mean or whatever, I don't really get into the whole SEO or search engine optimization. I say, okay, you know when you search Google? They go, yeah. I say, okay, you know the, where there's ads at the top and the side? Yeah. You know the stuff in the middle? Yeah. Okay, those, do you trust those more? Yeah, because those are just natural results. I go, no, someone pays me to put those there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so they go, oh, I see. I'm like, hmm, there you go. So I tell that's them, basically how I explain it. I tell them I'm a spammer, so they'll leave me alone. 
<laughs> oh, emails you mean? Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually had a lot of clients ask me, oh, is it you sending those emails? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I don't want to be no, associated. No, no, I, I spend all my time trying to figure out Google's 203 factors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up, from, up, up from 79 from the SEO champion days. <laughs> <laughs> All these inside jokes for our poor listeners. Just go on by the SEO 101 uh, community on Google Plus. You'll see John and I already in there on that one. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. David, why don't you mention something about the dojo? Feel free to do a little pitch. Uh, yeah, you know, essentially uh, we've been around for about five years and uh, it's just a community of professionals. Um, Pretty much a closed door thing at this point. You, there's two ways you get in. It was funny you mentioned the interview thing with your your staff because we have an interview process where we ask some really odd questions to see where their heads at, or it's like the mafia when you have a sponsor they bring you in. So we we, we keep a tight ship of of smart people and it's uh you know and that's what we and we yeah we we kind of went everywhere. We've got private groups on every of the social channels etc. So. Wherever you are, that's where we are. Nice. <laughs> da, 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 we're watching. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if you have any questions, anyone uh, you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page. Easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via Ross at stepforth.com and or reach John Carcut via Twitter at John Carcut. And David, how would, how, would, how, would, how, would, how about if they'd like to reach you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Same thing. You know, just search for me or the old moniker, the Gypsies. Remember the forum days, boys, when we didn't have names. Yeah. We, all, yeah, we all had usernames. So yeah, same thing on Twitter, the Gypsy. And, and actually, I've even got it in my approved uh, Google Plus uh, as well. So yeah, you know, we're everywhere. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Well, great. Have a great week, everyone. And remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. And thanks for coming, Dave. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.